What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, the studio don't close, plus, it's a new game now, we ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, Ain't no pass to this your left hand side, your right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition. This is episode number 27. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali. I'm glad y'all are here. This is awesome. Um, we are still coming from you live at the from the TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. It's still a pillowcase production. Um, we got a lot of shit to get into. Some hip-hop news, some... Um, Shit you didn't even need to know news, some sports news, some Browns news, um, and some other random shit like that that y'all just need to know being, you know, a male mode that you are, being the, the, the smart, considerate, genius male modes that you are. Um, you know, y'all know what to expect. So let's just get right on into it, man. Like I always want to do at the top of the show at the very beginning, I need to thank all my likers and retweeters and new followers and supporters and old followers and people that tell people about this and people that ask other people do they like comedy podcasts, people that ask people do they like comedy, people that ask people have they heard of Yusuf Ali, people that show people Yusuf Ali and Next Great Ali videos. So Shout out to all y'all, man. Thanks for keeping the, the the whole thing going. 
without without like y'all here entertainers say this shit without y'all i am nothing and that's true because otherwise i just could be you know talking to myself and i wouldn't need to record it because i could just you know say the same thing to myself over and over in my head i could just feel it like if i was just talking to myself i could feel it i wouldn't need to record it it'd be a thing like it it'd be a feeling like i wouldn't need to record it like so without y'all you know why would i be recording this so thank to y'all thanks to y'all i have a reason to do this um so that's why i thank all y'all at the top of the show and, and, and when i don't i genuinely feel bad when i don't thank everybody at the top of the show before we get started but um Anyway, with, uh, with all the things out the way. Oh, and if we got a new listener, welcome. Hope you got your little blunts. Uh, somebody must have told you about the show. Magic moment is when you take the time to roll up a little blunt and get out all by yourself. Or, or with a close, a close, you know, quarantine partner. But that's about it. Oh, and why Meldrick? Because like like the great Meldrick Taylor, the blunts are small and they quick, but they hit hard. Mm-hmm. Um This one thing been going around what's the dude name? What's the dude name? Kevin Samuels. It's a he a, a vice uh a vice guy. You know, like Dear Abby and all them. But like, you know, he a black dude and he rich. I think he rich. He I imagine he rich the way he talks shit. You gotta have a lot of money to, to talk that kind of shit. You can't be, you know, talking that kind of shit, you know, sharing a apartment or nothing like that. So he I imagine the guy's rich and he give it by dating advice. And uh so this last one went viral because he told a girl that she was going to die alone if she didn't lower her standards and all that shit. Which is the truth. Everybody lowered their standards for the most part because it's called settling down. You know, that's dope. You know, everybody's know, everybody knows this logic. Hence the word settle and down. But she was, you know, if you've seen the clip, she's talking about how she make you know, I guess she make a, enough, enough money that she want a guy that make this much money, this amount of money, this much, this amount of money. And um, I guess he telling her, like, you know, be realistic where you at, your, you know, your surroundings, your situation, blah, 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 blah. Point being, people that seek advice publicly, that's fucking hilarious to me from the people that call in Angela Lee to, to this guy and the people that write in and I get it I I mean I understand why people do it I'm not it's, it's funny to me not because y'all have these problems but the problems I guess are funny because it's like a, some of this shit is common sense and then a lot of this other shit is like you had to ask this public you couldn't it wasn't one person that you know, a coworker, classmate, brother, sister, mama, nobody you could have asked before you went to the internet to make this type of shit like public. You know, you need public. 
the shit is funny to me, man. You if I see your motherfuckers, keep it up though. It is it is it is pure comedy. It is comic gold. Some of these questions and like in the answers, y'all like seeking. <laughs> so you know, I'm not like I say, I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to discourage. If I got if any of my Melmos out there, all these type of people, keep doing it, man. Cause more, hey. I might, I might hear one of y'all's advice and then I might get offered. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start offering unsolicited advice. Maybe I'll make that into a segment. Maybe I'll write down some of the craziest advice questions that I hear during the course of the week and then, you know, give my own advice. How about that? Cause maybe that's what I really want to do and don't know it. Maybe I really want to give advice to people who ask these type of questions and give them advice from like, it wouldn't be coming from a rich person standpoint. That's for sure. But it'd be coming from an honest, a super honest, relatable level, you know, nine to five blue collar standpoint. I don't know. Whatever. Just keep that up. That shit is funny. That's all I wanted to say. Um, Oh, I had brought this up last podcast. I, I think it was last podcast when I was telling y'all Young Jeezy had an album come out. And um, that's been it. He had it. I guess it's no, it's just like any other rapper that got a new album run, uh, uh, you know, a media run that week. And then that just be it. Like, I ain't heard nothing from him since. Everybody been made, made Gucci Man jokes and his album was shitty. And, and Freddie Gibbs made an IG live talking about how he got choked out and that's it he went back to his fiance and you know that's it he chilly back to chilling which is what he should have been doing because his last couple albums were trash and this just reconfirmed that this shit is trash you know like this this leg of your career unfortunately he got classics he got hits but we're going to have to live with those, Jeezy, because uh, this new shit gets no play in this ride, as in the word, in the words of the great Stacy. Mm. Oh, y'all know I'll be on my um, serial killer slash drug dealer shit. And this was a good one. Um, right quick. Number one, I forget the lady name, but I brought her up few podcasts ago how she got out the game just on some uh you know what this shit is getting hot I don't want to go to jail it's time to get out and got out never got arrested got got the fuck out the game doing motivational speaking and all kinds of shit now and I thought at the time like shit I think she the only one that made it completely out the game like that but I might be wrong because Frank Matthews and he was big time he wasn't like her he, she was big time where she kept her shit kind of low like you know what I mean she started did a couple comedy promoted a couple comedy shows some hair shows you know travel you know you know she did her thing but this guy was one of those you know couple million dollar a day making motherfuckers so he was 
what they say, squirreling away money. So when it got time, when the heat came down on him, word on the street is, he just took 50, 50 gallon barrels full of cash and got the fuck up on out of here. And ain't nobody seen him since. And they think he's still alive. So I think other than old girl, he would probably be the most successful big time dude to do it. I mean, Frank Lucas, he ain't really do no time, time for real, but he got arrested. Like, he did enough time. She ain't get arrested. She ain't never feel the cuffs. And this guy only had them on, you know, a couple hours that they book you, and then you get your bail, and you get the fuck up on out of there. So, shout out to Frank Matthews. Uh, if you're still alive, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Shit. I talk about this kind of shit all the time. You might hear me uh, shout somebody you know. And then on the flip side, the darker side, it was this this killer motherfucker. And uh, where is he at, man? Fuck the country. It don't don't matter. That's here nor there. His name was Ivan Mallet. And he used to take motherfuckers in the woods and, and, and stab them and, and leave sticks and shit in their head and bash them and all kind of shit and fuck them up. And he did this a lot, right? Fast forward. His nephew do the same thing. Lures one of his homeboys into the woods and killed him. And, and they asked him about it. He said, yeah, I'm, you know, that's my name. That's what we do. And as as fucked up and horrible and terrible as that cycle is to continue. How do you go in the woods with a homeboy named Mallet? You know, that's just, it's hard to feel bad for dude. That's all I'm saying. It's, you feel bad for a life loss. But you kind of saw that coming. You had to see that coming. Yeah. Even if you didn't, just for on a, just because you know, that's like, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not getting into Crystal Lake. I'm just not, I'm not, even if it's, you know, that could be, it's fake. That's a movie, but I'm not going swimming in Crystal Lake. I'm just not. So, cause if I die, if anything happened to me, if I drown, if I slip and bust my head and, 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 and break my neck or some shit, if anything happened to me, if I get shot, if it happens at Crystal Lake, they're going to say, damn, I wouldn't have never went to no fucking Crystal Lake in the first place. Why are you hanging in forests with a motherfucker named Mallet, who whole family history is a motherfucker to kill motherfuckers in forests? All right. You know what? Uh, I got an update. I forgot to do this update. I got a couple. When I was talking about um, Scotland giving away menstrual products, I think at some point I said Scottish. Like, because uh, I, I combined Scottish and Scotland, and that that wasn't right. It's not Scottish. It could it sound like it's right, but it, it is not. It is indeed Scottish. And, uh, 
while talking about these serial killers and shit. Another update. That dude didn't kill that lady. Oh. That's it. He, she let him come live with her and she's still alive. Currently still alive. So, I mean, that's good. That's good for her. And, uh, I don't think jail, hear me out, hear me out, Melmos. I don't think jail is as bad as it used to be. No, now, now, okay, like, I, I definitely have to explain what I mean now. I'm not advocating going to jail. Definitely stay out of jail. Don't ever go to jail. Don't, you don't want to go to jail. That's for sure. But in the case, in the unforeseen circumstance, and you find yourself in jail, I think you're going to find out in 2020 it's not as bad as it was. I was, I was, I could say 1990, I could say 2010. Because we've seen this year alone, we've seen via jail, iPad, laptop, cell phone video, which are three things, number one, that you wouldn't have seen in jail five, five, ten years ago. We've seen talent shows, fashion shows, um, video games. Um, according to one girl, a dude had a, a pit bull. Um, of course, they got weed and and all the amenities. So you got that side of jail, the recreational side of jail. And then you say, okay, but what if I get raped? Which is obviously the biggest in most understandable fear about going to jail but here's the thing in 2020 if you go to jail in 2020 and get raped and come home and people find out about it guess what's gonna happen you're gonna get all the sympathy texts and posts on facebook you might get a gofundme People going to make sure you get the proper counseling and emotional support that you need. If a motherfucker say something to make a joke about it, they going to be wrong. They going to be bullies. They going to be the asshole. How dare you? So, I mean, physically, it's going to hurt. It's going to be terrible to get raped. It's going to be bad. But what I'm saying is emotionally, when you come home, you won't have to, you know, live in shame as you once would because of, you know, political correctness and sexual liberty and and all this kind of shit that's going on in 2020. So, go. I mean, I'm like I said, don't stay out of jail for sure. But I'm saying if you do go, you know, what the fuck What's going to happen? You're going to get raped. So what? So what? It's not even a big deal now. I mean, the pain. Again, the pain. But I'm saying, you know, overall, once they done, you know, and stuff. 
I don't want to leave it on that. Um, okay, I'm going to say this, and then we can go to some news. Two things, actually, because I can't forget about this. You know what? Yeah, yeah. No, I just go to the news after this. That's kind of newsy. But this is not. This is just something I need to tell y'all that I'm seeing. Um, I'm seeing a lot of dollar store ass whoopings. Like, matter of fact, hold on. Okay, uh, no, no. I say I, I played that to say this. Seeing a lot of dollar store ass whoopings. A lot of them in Family Dollar, which is I thought was a national chain. It's a regional chain, but. If you've been to Family Dollar, you know how Family Dollar look. When you see a Family Dollar, you know Family Dollar. When you see Family Dollar. And my thing is this. These are some of the best ass whoopings caught on video. For two reasons. Number one. If the employee is winning, that's rage from being a dollar store employee. Can you imagine Ain't no benefit at the dollar store. At least not, you know, it might, okay, you might get some paid time off, but that's, there's no benefits. You know what I'm saying? It's a deep, it's, what's the benefit of working at the dollar store? So you just, you probably can't wait to whoop somebody ass. Because then you can get fired and get unemployment. And say, you know, it was self-defense or whatever. They can, they can figure that out later. As long as the unemployment is coming. And I no longer work at a dollar store. So that's a win-win. So, well, not a win-win. But that's what makes for a good fight on that side. And then you got when the, employ- when the customers win. Because that's a person who is shopping at the dollar store. Because they can't go to Walmart or Target. Or wherever the fuck have better, you know, you know, fresher, like, you don't expect shit like sugar daddies and, you know, M&M's to be stale, but they just might at the dollar store. They won't, they won't at Walgreens, but you don't have that extra 48 cent. That's why you're at the dollar store. So the frustration of being a dollar store customer combined with whatever that employee just said to you again so what I'm saying is for everybody that's not fighting in the dollar store is this keep your cameras ready and your head down and ears open because this time is a lot of tension it's going to be a lot of you know people who in the dollar store who don't think they just should be at the dollar store this time of year buying dollar store toys so imagine imagine the rage if you have to buy dollar store toys for anybody that you buying those dollar store toys for because you know how they gonna feel about you when you open up this gifts from uncle bobby and he got you that no this motherfucker didn't give me these gi jacks out of fucking dollar store so I'm just saying, just it's it's dangerous 
and the Astro. And be careful. I think Ak got fired. Academics got fired from everyday struggle, so now it's over. Period. Which makes sense because they can't really have it without him. Like they had the guest host when he got suspended, and it, you know the energy is not the same. He really do make the show. So no more everyday struggles. Though maybe. Um, I don't know, maybe that give me more reason to start doing a YouTube show to talk about rap because, you know, now it's a void, you know, that needs to be filled in that lane. It is already other motherfuckers that do that shit, so, you know, why not? So, I guess, uh, farewell to, uh, Everyday Struggle. It was a good show, I ain't gonna front. I, well, good... So, I guess you can say it was good. I mean, it just kind of, it just talk shit. I mean, how good can it be? It's just two two other motherfuckers with opinions, you know, talking shit that you don't know. Two more motherfuckers you don't know talking shit about other motherfuckers you don't know, which I can talk shit with people I know about motherfuckers I don't know. I don't need, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I mean that's cool, I guess. Because what they did, well, I guess you call them uh, tastemakers, whatever. So they they did do that because uh, a lot of people lived and died by what academics said about something. So I get that, young motherfuckers, old motherfuckers too, whatever, whoever. So that's fucked up. Um, Casanova turned itself in. And he was, he was, I don't know, some gang shit. I don't know what they charging him with. He turned himself in, though. I, I guess he think that he can beat it. I guess he think he got a shot because he was talking real positive. Like, I see y'all later and all this shit. So, I don't know. He, he know more than we do. Just like uh, G Herbo. He got he got arrested and his lawyer said he's super innocent, but they got all type of uh transcripts of him buying the designer puppies, they say I don't give a fuck with that and people trying to figure out what that is. I don't mm, whatever. It's just it's puppies that cost too much money. Cause they are a dog is a dog, you know. I'm not paying seven thousand dollars for a dog that Everybody else only paid, you know, four five hundred dollars for it. That's stupid, you know, just because it come in a fancy box. I think it come in a fancier box, the dog box, cage, dog cage. You know what I meant? It might be a box. The designer. Oh, uh, uh, weed is damn near legal. They passed a bunch of votes in the House. Again, if y'all been listening to this to 27 episodes in, my memos know that I'm not super into the politics and all that, but 
these politics affect, you know, Meldricks themselves directly. So what they saying is they'll decriminalize weed federally, meaning I don't know exactly what it means. I, I guess it means that uh, it won't be a felony to have weed to, for a weed arrest or something. I don't look. It's good. It's good. It's good for weed. I know that. Just know that it's good for weed. It's good news for weed coming up. So they voted. The, the, the vote that we needed was the one that we got. I do. I can tell you that. got smoked and they sent us to come down here to buy teddy bears while they went to ride on them fools i want to go ride on them fools too hey man i don't know about you but i don't mind going to get teddy bear shit i want to ride on them fools gonna send us down here to get teddy bears for the r.i.p memorial like we some punks hey man i ain't got nothing you looking at it the wrong way g look here they taking penitentiary chances all we gotta do is get the right teddy bear well what do you think the right bear is they got that blue one that blue one another blue one it's gonna have to be one of them blue ones I see what you're saying but I don't think these none of these blue ones is the right teddy bear what you mean like another shade of blue nah man I mean like think about the environment man talking about man do you think little pook pook loke smoke smoke smokey loke pook loke smoke will want us to be littering the earth in his name and his memory man what you think we're supposed to do then get the tragic teddies man what you talking about some tragic what was a tragic teddy uh, you don't even know Tragic Teddy, man. It's the world's first biodegradable, recyclable, environmentable, greenable, memorial, tribute teddy bear on Earth. Man, that sounds like a good idea. Where I get one of them? Shit, homie. www.tragicteddy.com Get one a day. For sure. Tragic Teddies. You know, when you want to rest in peace and memorize the dead homie, but you don't want to fuck up the hood. a word from our sponsor uh tragic daddies um but anyway weed almost legal and all that shit so that's dope and um uh this some ill shit from from uh from science news a lady had a baby with a 27 year old embryo 
meaning some dude bust a nut back in the in the in the early nineties and you know froze it and then this lady was like shit I need a baby I didn't try to have a baby all these kind of ways I can't have no baby what about this old baby so now she got an old baby that's how they put it on the headline like the baby older than her cause she only like 23 and now she got a 27 year old baby that's dope if you don't have a 27 year old baby then you know you save a lot of money on wipes you know off top that's, a, that's, that's one area of savings I can go on and on so I don't know how that's gonna work but if that's pretty cool, man, to have an old baby, man. So, shout out, man. Um, you can retire quicker because, you know, you got an old baby. You can come out and start working now. You got, you got earning power out the gate. Like, some people got to wait at least that first 15 years to get a work permit before you get some money out the seed. You know, start getting some return on your investment. What's that shit? Um, our our re- return on your investment. Um I'm not a business guy. For for a long time, I had my money in a uh, cologne box. But uh, anyway, oh, speaking of money, uh, Fresher got robbed. The rapper, because I heard a couple of people like, "Who? Fresher the rapper? He a rapper?" And I know y'all like, what's his song? I mean. I, I, Google him, fresher with a P. So you know, of course he ain't just spell it fresher. He coulda, but then it wouldn't have been fresh. Spelling it with a PH is fresher than spelling it with a F. That's hence the term. But yeah, he got robbed and shot, and they fucked him up, man. Um, but the, the, that's not the worst news. Is I think that um rappers that got like one hit or in his case one song after a while I say about depend on the the impact of that song and the, you know when it came out so I, I say you got about 18 months after your last song before you gotta start going back by your government name Cause I can't be talking to, telling nobody if Fresher got shot, and they like who? I can I might as well say Lamont Jones got shot, and it's the same reaction. I'm tired of talking about all these until a rapper that's relevant. I don't want to say get shot, but I ain't speak like like a couple podcasts ago I was talking about that. Dr. Teeth dude or Mr. The Dennis rap. I'm not talking about no more rappers than they, no more SoundCloud rappers, no more live mixtape rappers, no more rapper. Cause just like when they do all those dead rapper lists and they'd be like, you know, 17 rappers got killed this month. And you'd be like, I ain't never heard of none of these dudes. I mean, they rap. Technically, they said they rappers. But so. Nope. If you no more want you, I don't respect your name if you ain't got no songs in the streets in in over a year and a half. Or if you, okay, that might be harsh. 
I give you three years. You got three years to keep your rap name. Fresher, you still you got about six months left, depending on the date you your single drop. Uh, okay, and then in sports news, I don't want to go on a big rant. I just want to get this out the way because motherfuckers, man, it's pissing me off. Now the Browns are one again, which is amazing. We won nine games. Well, the last podcast we had won eight games, and I was like, I don't believe I'm saying that because it's been a while since I had said that, right? So I, it's been even longer since I said we won nine. So imagine, imagine when I gotta hear these motherfuckers talking about the schedule is weak, and okay, so we lose to these teams. What y'all was gonna say? Oh yeah, they the Browns. They supposed to lose. So then we beat them. Oh, it's the schedule weak. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. We beating whoever. I don't give a fuck. We gotta play the fucking pile six. I don't give a fuck who we playing. We if we put they put them on the schedule and we beat them. Then that's that's because we buried them. I don't give a fuck. And then in the NFL, specifically, all them motherfuckers get paid to do the same thing. Don't nobody get paid to lose. So every game, somebody gonna win something. Well, it might be a tie. How about that? We could have tied. We could be fucking. 0 and 9, 0 and 9, or 0 and 12, or whatever the fuck. And then what y'all would say about the schedule? The whole everybody ain't shit. So whatever. So um, we didn't won nine games. Motherfuckers talking shit, blaming. Them. I don't care. Like I say, blaming on what you want to blame. And all I know is they didn't put 12 motherfuckers in front of us, and we to be nine of them. So you can take it how you want to take it. Dissect it how you want to dissect it, but the numbers is still gonna stay the same when you wake up, bitch. Nine and three. And so, sorry, man, I know, I know y'all like what the fuck, because everybody ain't a Browns fan. I can't expect y'all to be. That is not a requirement. Um, I just need you to 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 love weed and comedy. I'm just going on this this little thing I had to say because I ain't want to put it on Facebook. I ain't want to say it on Facebook. Because I want to call out motherfuckers individually who posted the post, John Bruton. But um, it ain't worth it ain't worth my time, man. Motherfuckers. Because then I get person. If I'm going to start saying motherfuckers' names, then I'm getting personal. And then I'm going to get deeper than sports opinions. And I'm start talking about comedy. And then I don't, So, nope. Nope. I'm just leaving it at that. Um, also, uh, update. Another update. Turns out KPJ did have some weed. So when he got when I, an old uh, cast player, Kevin Porter Jr., he had some weed. He, I reported that he had the gun, and I thought that, you know, they, according to the report, there was a problem where we had it stored in the car. But they didn't say nothing about the weed. But then the weed came out. But then the NBA said, we don't give a fuck. We don't fuck about weed. So, so he good, he good. He he be back in camp. Uh, NBA start Friday, by the way, which is crazy because I could swear the shit, the shit like just ended in August, November, or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, it's back. NBA back. Uh, gonna be some shit to watch. It'll be some shit to do Friday night. Uh, and uh, last in sports, um. Clarissa Shields decided that she want to do MMA. 
which is fucking amazing because the way I see it is if you you take her from the hood streets of Flint, Michigan who already is an elite elite boxer and now you add I can kick, punch, and hold so I can rip like the rage I express my inner rage from growing up from being you know you know being the athletic girl I'm gonna leave it at that being the athletic girl and the and the 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 the, 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 the taunts and jokes and, and insults I had to take because of that growing up and then you know being the athletic girl with the with the iris and braids the, the iris and braids when he first like in 90 in 98 iris not not 01 iris those braids so like and so imagine taking all that rage and now now I can grab and hold along with my elite fists so I don't know I don't I don't expect her to lose a lot I don't I don't expect her to lose at all so but we'll see we shall see um and the last story um uh, this reminds me of Jill because when we was playing uh, Mortal, uh, not Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter for my birthday a couple years ago, she was tapping buttons and she was whooping ass. I'm talking about it was some of the most button, successful button mashing, you know, streaks I have ever seen on a fighting game. And she was happy. You can ask her to this day. And she'd tell you, oh, yeah, that time I was whooping everybody else, I was button. Yeah, first time playing. Button master. She whooping ass. So then I read this story about this blind dude who is a Mortal Kombat master. Like, whoop everybody ass. So I'm thinking, same thing. Okay, this, he got, this guy must be button mashing. But... He don't. I watched the video, the whole video. What he do is he learn, he learn like what, like what what sounds certain moves make from like so he know how to counter and then he know what his wife he got a wife and she tell him what what hit make certain damage and so he remember that shit so and he just whooping ass. And then I got to thinking, wait a minute. This guy might be faking. No, no, not because of video game shit. That's impressive. I'm not going to take that away from him. But I saw they were showing pictures. And he had a picture of himself with a pink wig and like some shit in his hand, like a, a lollipop or some shit in his hand. And he was waving and he was smiling at the camera. And I know Melmo's thinking like, okay, what the fuck they got to do with him faking? Why would he take a picture of that? Like himself in a wig. Just so somebody could tell him what the picture looked like. When they could just tell him 
would he look like with the wig on? If he wasn't faking. You know what I mean? In other words, he wouldn't take the picture so he can see the picture. My sister is blind. She ain't never wanted to take a picture. You could take a picture of her, but she really don't. She ain't gonna ask you to. She don't give a fuck. Because she ain't gonna see it. This guy dressed up to take a picture. I mean, that's just fishy to me. And and then you add his extraordinary ability or Mortal Kombat. But like, again, I, I'm high, man. So don't, whatever, man. That's all I'm saying. He just, you know, they could just tell him, hey, man, this is what you look like. All right. Everybody know one of these type of hood legends. Really good at some type of sport. Pick the sport. Like, prodigy. Fucking phenomenal at the sport. But, it's it's like a a natural talent. And then, so they don't work at it. And then they just decide to sell dope. And then, just be like, that guy that should have been in the league. So, yeah. That's Dante. Um, uh, I know his whole family. They all, everybody is cool. Uh, shout out to the to the whole Ken, the whole Kempton clan. I ain't about to say everybody's name, but everybody, they, you know, shout out. Uh, went to school with his sister. Um, anyway, but Dante, man, he was left-handed. He could jump out the gym. I'm talking about. This guy must have had a 40-something-inch vertical. I don't know. Nobody measures that kind of shit in the hood. But he can jump. Okay, I can tell you what. Hood measurement from a standing still position, he could probably jump on the from the floor to, from I mean, from the ground to the porch of a, Five step front porch stoop if that makes sense like I'm talking about straight up but no you know how you know those um when you're going up those say those set of stairs and they got the two big ass they look like one arm like I don't know if it's an arm thing or people put flower pots on it but it'd be like one that cover the first couple steps and then you go up and there's another that couple that cover the last couple steps and then you go to, you get to the porch so he probably could just jump on top of one of them that's how high the kid can jump and then he could shoot too most people that can jump don't necessarily you know they can shoot that good they like oh he, he got hops and then that'd be all they got is the hops but nah he could jump he could shoot he could dribble he had it all but he decided to just, you know, I guess he could sell dope too. He has, he kept a nice car. Um, 
I bought it. I actually bought a car from him. I had a car from him, and I left the sounds in it, not by choice necessarily, but more because the trunk was. I don't know. He had the trunk welded shut, so I just had. I had sounds. I bought the car, and I had sounds, and it wasn't bad. I ain't gonna lie. It was. It was. It wasn't bad to have sounds because that was a thing, and people had sounds. So it was like, oh shit, you got sounds. Yeah. So you know, I got. That was what it was called. Sounds. So it, to me, he legendary because he helped me. You know be a part have a part of the culture you know that i can say that i was a part of yeah i had sounds everybody can't say they had sounds but thanks to dante i had sounds so good dude man to i think to this day he still uh he probably got a couple kids i ain't seen him in a while uh but he did manage to stay out of jail he might have went a few times for the little shit that you know teenagers go to jail for Teenage drug dealers. He wasn't no. He wasn't kingpin status, but he he kept some sounds. I will say that, and um, and that was it, man. His 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 legend definitely came from the basketball court more than it came from the uh fucking court street corners. But shout out to Dante. Shout out to everybody on Kempton, uh, including Marshawn Lattimore who made it out, made it all the way out the hood to the New Orleans Saints uh, from Kempton but um yeah and his daddy Marlon but um yeah yeah shout out to the whole Kempton crew and uh I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll pick some more some more Kempton people cause I have some so it was a couple Kempton which you can call them hood legends for sure for sure so yeah we'll be revisiting Kempton in episodes to come Cleveland stand up episode of Puddle Tracks is basically a lesson in just being more considerate to people's feelings. I mean, even when you gotta say some shit that's, that you think is funny, you know, even if it's funny, just, you know. This morning, Shantae said I was insensitive and that I was mean and all this shit, all because... In my eyes, I was just being observational when I saw her friend. Now, her homegirl had an allergic reaction to some ass gel, and like the sides was black as fuck. It was burned, like real hard and scabby. And she gonna say I'm mean because I said she looked like she had pistol grip on her head. I mean, ain't that what pistol grips look like? All right, before COVID, it was comedy. Yeah, yeah. Ah, shit. Anyway, like I said, the police. You know what? I smoke really small blunts. 
y'all stayed awake um i know I've, again i've been told my voice was very soothing i meant to check in with y'all during the course of the episode but i just got caught up man this was a great episode uh i think i hope i hope y'all enjoyed this episode shit i had fine i had a good time fine i had a fun time a good time recording it you know sharing my thoughts and spreading this news like i always do but um yeah man oh and that last joke um it was longer than I, I expected it to be I mean I remember it to be so you know consider that part one so I try to make sure that I remember that I said this last episode <laughs> and you know y'all get the rest of that joke um on the next episode um you know before I get out of here I gotta say one more thing man these kids today man this is why I love being this age man cause you know you be you be in your 20s and your 30s and then you get like 40 and 41 you be like man you're like man I'm old enough to have kids I'm old enough to have grandkids really so then you start thinking about how fast that shit went and how much fun you had all the time. I find myself thinking about that shit all the time, like, man. I don't, like, every time I talk to somebody from from back home from Cleveland, I just end up reminiscing because it'd be like, man, because time goes so fast. But I just thought about this today. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing I was talking about to nobody in Cleveland. None of that shit. I was just thinking, man, you ain't really live you ain't really have a real real childhood now i know you probably did a lot of shit in your childhood growing up but these kids listen it's because they don't play outside enough to me we did shit like run through people's backyards randomly run through the woods all type of shit which leads me to this if you ain't never had the shit outdoors while playing and had to wipe your ass with a leaf or a, a handful of grass 
to continue to avoid having to go back in the house or whatever the reason that you did like I don't know maybe you just didn't have toilet paper whatever the reason but if you ain't never in the course of a day as a child playing outside had to wipe your ass with with something from the earth then you ain't had a real childhood I'm, I stand by that, and I know these kids today. They they, they be inside so much. They they be on the internet. They can order everything on the internet. They can order food, pussy. They go. They don't gotta leave the house. But they ain't never gonna have. To, I don't know if that's good or bad. But they ain't never gonna have to wipe their ass with a blade of grass. And you never get all if you when you use handfuls of grass. You see that you never get it all out. You get home and wipe your ass again with the toilet paper, and you can there's all type of uh, dirt and bulbs, the bulb from the grass, the end of the grass, that white part of the grass. Anyway, um, thanks, thanks again, man, uh, for fucking with me this episode. This was great. Um, you know, you know, I'm gonna leave y'all with my usual uh, do unto others, man. Please, please. Put yourself in another motherfucker's shoes and you will treat everybody man the way you would want them to treat you and from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep every motherfucker you encounter man I swear and don't take shit personal especially if you got a job and you deal with people a bunch of people all day like you don't know what these motherfuckers did the night before. You don't know the last time they got some pussy. You don't know, you know, what type of money situation. Who just died. What the fuck. So, you know, don't take shit personal, man. When a motherfucker is tripping. You should be like, man, this motherfucker tripping. Y'all, you just do what you're supposed to do. And, uh, you know, everything be all right. With that said, fucking go Browns, man. Again, sorry, Melmo's. Melmo. Excuse me. This is. I just need. I need this. I need this. And um, other than that, uh, stay safe. You know, stay high. Keep the maildrops tight. You know, shit. Be safe. Peace. Go Browns. <laughs>